Hello and welcome to the 365 Talk Social Media Podcast. This week I'm joined by Lucy again and I am going to slightly change things up for this week and I'm going to ask her a range of different kind of questions about her career so far. I think that a lot of people specifically in our team but generally the company as a whole have had really different experiences to get from kind of starting to where they are now, lots of progression, lots of different development points before they actually started with us that have attributed to their success in a various amount of different roles. So today I thought that we would chat to Lucy about her journey so far. I know that I'm gonna chat with Abby again soon as well. So ask very similar questions. I think that everyone will have slightly different answers, but I think that this will just help anyone that's looking to join kind of social media marketing or doesn't quite understand what that kind of role or various different roles within the company could provide, how you could get your foot in the door. And I think that a lot of people sees it as a very linear process and I don't think it always is. And especially in our case, it never really is. So let's ask Lucy a load of questions just to help create a bit of an idea of her journey because I think it's one of the most varied, I would say. So yeah, right, let's start. So first of all, this is probably the worst one to start with, but share your career journey so far from the start as quickly as you can. I think it's just helpful understanding how people can join, because I think social media, I know for a fact when I was at school or when I was in college, no one spoke about social media. No. It's quite a, not really so much now, but I don't think older teachers understand it. But I don't think possible. teachers talk about marketing though. No, I don't either. And I would have found that really, really helpful when I was at school, when yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure what to do. And again, speaking from my own experience, when I was at like sick form, you, it was either you go to university to further your education mm -hmm. or there's no point coming into like tutoring sessions yeah. because, you know, or you could do an apprenticeship, but like my sick form didn't really do that. So that wasn't a focus. Mm -hmm. So we never spoke about even apprenticeships unless you wanted to do hairdressing. Yeah. So for me, I had this very tunneled vision approach of, right, okay, I need to go to university and then I need to then get a job. But what that job was going to be, I had no idea. So how could I choose a degree that was relevant to the job that I didn't know that I was going to do? And now, even now, like, I look back, yeah, my degree is broad enough to make it relevant. But, you know, I could have looked at different avenues if it was given to me. And I guess that's kind of where you come in. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think just as a quick overview, I always had a interest in marketing, you know, throughout my kind of being a child and a teenager. And that was simply because my aunt owned a PR agency. Yeah. Um, so I was aware of marketing and PR and I always kind of ran around as a kid being like, I want to do PR like my aunt. And I obviously had no idea at the time what PR was. Mm -hmm. So I went to school, I did my A-levels and after I finished my A-levels, I actually wanted to do law. So I did A-level law and I found it really, really interesting and it was just something I wanted to pursue. However, I had always had this interest in marketing because of my family connection. So I thought, okay, before I go to uni um, and I had a place and I deferred, I'm going to go and work in an agency if I can for a year and see, see if that's something that I want to do or, you know, maybe I do want to do law. So I applied for like a bunch of different apprenticeships because I felt like that was the best way to get a 
you know, to start a little bit of a career and, and have some experience. I applied for one at a different agency that was mostly, they mostly did print and publications, which I didn't get, which I'm actually really pleased about now. Yeah. Um, so I actually applied for an apprenticeship here and I got it. So the apprenticeship I applied for was a content writing apprenticeship. Um, and then I also studied marketing at college. It was, however, like, a lower qualification than my A-levels. So I remember at the time when I'd go to college, I'd get quite a lot of questions from the staff being like, why are you here? Because you're studying lower than what you've already attained. And I remember running into my law lecturer in the canteen and like telling her what I was doing and her being like so disappointed in me. Yeah. And like, that's my thing about apprenticeships and and you know doing something different is that I've had first-hand experience of being like looked down on because of that and I think that that's something that really does need to change yeah it's irrelevant and at the end of the day like it is quite difficult generally to join companies when you have no experience yeah so again this is something that we'll talk about I'm sure in a in a little bit but experience speaks so much more than education yeah so if you can gain experience at a company while studying, regardless of what level that is, don't let that deter you from even just pursuing it or even just inquiring because some people think, oh, I can't possibly do a level two because I've got a level three. Mm. But it's like, well, no, because if you want to learn more, what's the shame? The worst thing that happens is that you stop the apprenticeship or you stop the qualification because it's not for you. And only you know that because you do the process. So it should you should never have been looked down on, but I think it links to that expectation that teachers imagine you to do a levels degree and then become a lawyer because it's so easy like that i think especially it goes with the generation that are necessarily that older teachers marketing it's like why do you want to do that what's that but i even found that i don't know if you did like i've done so i did that level two in marketing years ago and then i've also done in recent times i finished my degree and i did a marketing module in that and my marketing modules were probably like the most outdated things oh, I've 100%. ever done. Like you go, you do like, I think I had like two or three lectures on social media marketing. Yeah. And like how they describe it is the most broad, ridiculous like way. And it's like, it's just absolutely like mind boggling to even sit in a lecture about marketing. Because I did a really broad degree. So I had a different kind of journey to Lucy, but... I, I studied at university and we had a marketing module, which I chose to do. Yeah. And it kind of combines it with like people of different courses. So you can mm -hmm. do kind of joint lectures and stuff, which is fine. But the marketing module focused on print. I found that no. that was the primary focus. And it's because again, yeah, that was relevant probably 20 years ago. Yep. You know, my dad grew up with marketing as print mm -hmm. or, you know, things like that. But it's changed so dramatically that what they're teaching doesn't correlate to the jobs that we do now and it did not in my opinion make me any more qualified than anyone else because I technically have not learned about what this industry no. technically is because all of the education I received up to the point of starting a job and a career here was not relevant. Yeah and that's why so after I finished my first year here um, I was offered to stay here but I was extremely keen to do a degree because I'd worked my butt off at, at school and at college and I was I'm one of those people that really enjoys learning so I was able to agree here with the management team that I would do a degree part-time while studying which I've now finished 
um, and I did a business management degree. And I'm just so glad that I did that alongside working mm. because it just gave me such a rounded and actual true view of working in this industry because I could apply all of the things that I learned in the office but also all of the like fundamental theories and practices that I learned at you know when studying and I just found that it gave me a really good insight and really great experience. But if you hadn't have worked alongside it would you still feel like it was quite tunnel visioned? I think if so if I look at them separately I look at the, the experience I've learned five years working here or if I look at the things I've learn in education in five years I would take the experience over the degree any day and I think that that's what's hard and where the industry needs to catch up a little bit because I remember being about 17 years old and I was with my mum and my uncle who also works in advertising and I remember saying to him you know I'd quite like to work in marketing maybe do you think I need to have a degree and he was like yeah, basically for any job, even an entry-level job in marketing, you have to have a degree Mm. on your CV. And that's what just doesn't make sense to me is that, you know, you can work and gain so much more working in in this environment than going to uni and learning something that's outdated and doesn't help you. Like, I'm not going to lie, there are lots of elements of my degree specifically that I found useful. Like, I did... Um, an accounting module which I found really interesting for like the you know cost and cash flow side of my job now and I did some like HR modules which really helps with like management because I can I know like the core like management theories but if I didn't do those studies I still think I would have learned all of that in the workplace and that's what makes it so hard but then I feel like this is now like a bit of a rant about the system in this country but you know I even think that I, you know, marketing was just never even mentioned to me at school as a career. No, and you think about how many jobs are in this, like, area. Yeah, for us, and again, it could just be my school specifically, it was apprenticeships you do for trade. So if yeah. you want to be a builder, a carpenter, a hairdresser, to learn a trade, you do an apprenticeship. Yeah. Which didn't interest me. Or you continue education and, like, you'll work it out down the line. But, like, that's how you get, like... A corporate job is yeah. you need a degree and that was always what I thought that's everyone again I knew people that work in marketing and it was like yeah of course you need a degree but when I look back with hindsight all of those people were older mm-hmm. and it just isn't it isn't relevant now a lot of our workforce here are younger and most people instead of going down the degree route have joined from other jobs but you think about it though that's changed Five years ago, Mm. the majority of people that worked here had a degree. True. And now I'd say the majority that work here don't have a degree. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. That, we've definitely seen that change since we've worked here. That's so true. I haven't thought of that. I guess the business, you know, the context that the business has changed, you know, in those five years. Mm. But I think it is just the the reality and the realization perhaps of like the management team here that they realized because this industry is so, you know, social media marketing, it's so young. Mm. And it's so evolving. Basically, the study, if you studied, let's say, social media marketing at uni, it would constantly be out of date. Yeah. They couldn't do a degree for it because it would always be out of date. Mm. You know, you think about these things that change constantly here anyway. It's hard to keep up on, up on top on. But that's what I really love about this industry that is that it is fast paced. And 
at the same time, I just have to be, you know, thankful that I had the opportunity to do my career the way I wanted to. And for me, I think it worked out really well. I mean, I do also know people that have worked alongside studying and you're able to basically get the best of both worlds. You're mm -hmm. able to develop experience, but also develop your education. And that's going to benefit the business because they're investing in you by mm -hmm. letting you have time or, you know, whatever it is that you need to complete that qualification. But also that's going to help you become a more rounded person because you're going to learn more and it forces you to like develop as a person. So I'll skip the next question because we kind of answered that. But next one was, what's been your biggest challenge to date so far? I think the biggest thing for me is probably the fact that in a way it's also that I didn't go to uni. Because the good thing that uni does is that it sets you up, you know, you move away, you become an adult, you have that time to really develop as a person. And I think when you come back, you are very different from yeah. when you left. I would say my biggest challenge is that I didn't have that experience. So there's been a lot of situations in this company, which is extremely fast paced, where I'm like, oh my God, this is happening and it does shock me but quite a bit. And I think that might be because I'm just, I don't have that, I didn't have that experience of like going away and like standing on my own two feet and having that. I mean, there's a lot more specifics that I don't want to go into detail on. But I think overall that could be a challenge is, is that side of it. But at the same score, I don't necessarily think I needed to go away to like, grow up I've just always been the way I am I think there's a lot of people that do like need to go to uni like I'd say my sister for a prime prize example you know she will benefit a lot from yeah. going to uni and having that development but there's a lot of people that don't need that side mm. of it so what's been your favorite thing about working here my favorite thing about working here is that I can follow areas and things that I have interest in mm. so you know, if I go to the management team and say, look, I want to do some research and I want to look at exploring a new service around this, they'll say, okay, go on then. Yeah. Um, it's having that freedom and it's having that trust. And to be fair, I think that trust is earned over, over time, but it's having the freedom to explore things that interest me. Do you have any advice for anyone looking to get into social media marketing? My advice is to get as much experience as possible, um, which I feel like is so cliche, but I did a, before I applied to work here, I went and worked for a week in that publication agency that I mentioned earlier. And I hated like, I obviously applied for an apprenticeship there, which I didn't get. And I just hated every second of that week. And I, it just wasn't the right fit for me, but it gave me that experience to probably get my application here noticed more yeah because I could say I have work experience working in this agency um and I think I've never asked anybody here about that but I think it would have made my application when I applied for my apprenticeship here shine a bit more because I did have experience relevant to the industry and speaking from somebody who now hires people I look I do look at people's grades but if they've got loads of experience in this industry then I will definitely give them you know I can overlook some things you know I can overlook bad potentially bad grade for great experience and that willingness to like carve out a career yeah um and I think yeah it's just having that you know if you want to go out and do something and work in this industry you've got to put yourself out there yeah and it's tough because a lot of it to even get like an apprenticeship to help stand your application out 
it's doing work experience it's doing kind of yeah you know placements that are unpaid yeah but you have to think of that as an investment in yourself you might think this is the company i really want to work for try and get you know a work placement there where you can go in there to learn things and yep. you might actually identify that yes it's the company of your dreams so you definitely want to apply there mm -hmm. or actually this is not right for me yeah and that's better to find out during a week placement or a month placement whatever that looks like instead of three months into employment where you know you're kind of a, it's a bit more of a difficult situation i think that you learn a lot more when you go on a placement and i did a similar thing but in PR yeah so I did a PR placement in London which was really great for helping me learn you know lots of things and that actually made me really like the idea of working for like a startup company yeah because at the time when we joined this company it was kind of more of a start yeah. and it obviously now it's a lot more established but it made me like that element but not like PR enough to not want to pursue solely PR mm -hmm. so it was trying to find that kind of hybrid of what did I like from it? What did I not like from it? And use that to then help future decisions. And, you know, sometimes it's more difficult to fine tune what you're looking for, but you'll only know that when you try different things. Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, that placement I did, I'm just so thankful I didn't get the job because I was there for a whole week doing like a, you know, a trial so they could see how I was and I could see what I liked about the company and essentially like all I did was like make tea and coffee mm. I went to like the post office and did post and it was just like it just wasn't a very nice experience like when we have people on work placements or apprenticeships like we throw them in the deep end essentially yeah but we get them to do what we're doing yeah like help us actually do the service I think it's such a waste of everyone's time to just have like a tea buddy because no one's learning like why are they going to want to join your work environment if they're literally seen as like the lowest of the low. Exactly, and I and I remember like in my first week here, somebody asked if I wanted a cup of tea. Yeah. And I and it was like, but I'm the apprentice apprentice, and I've just spent like a week running around like buying cakes for meetings for like people, and you know I just found it so strange, and I think that was a, a big part of what made me really like and commit to this company from day one was that I wasn't treated like the lowest of the low mm. where I was in that other environment and it's just strange because that company was a lot smaller than this one as well yeah um you know there was like when I started here there was 50 people and at that company there was probably only 20 expect for me to have been treated better in the smaller company than in the bigger one um, but that's just not I what I went well, through. It's some companies just love the hierarchy. I think they do. And they just thrive on knowing that they're not like the bottom of the hierarchy. They just thrive in their positions that it's like, well, I'm at this level, so I couldn't possibly make my own cup of oh, tea. Oh, but it was, it was, I just have to get it out. But it was, it was a, it was a food publication. And like, so like to make coffee, you had to, the, the water had to be 97 points. I swear to you. The coffee, the water had to be 97.3 degrees and it had to be hand-grinded beans <laughs> and it had to be, and honestly, so it wasn't even as simple as like making a coffee. It was that intense and like the tea had to be in like teapots and I just found it, it was just bizarre and I'm just so thankful I don't work there and that I didn't work there. But that was just a very strange thing. But again, all of these experiences account and make who you are yeah. and it made me feel and fit in so much more that when I started here you know we've got instant coffee and tea bags like I'd you know to be faffing about 
taking the temperature of boiling water and making what sure. What waste it... of time? <laughs> Let's conclude on the last question then. So, what would you recommend for anyone joining the industry to consider when looking for a position or a company to work for? I think we've kind of touched on the respect element. I think that's a huge thing that everyone should kind of consider is how they're treated. Yeah. Make sure that like what you're applying for is first of all in this industry is that you actually know what you're applying for mm. um, because there's a lot of roles that can be advertised as for example account manager or social media manager or social media assistant and they can all mean different things in different yeah. places so really make sure you know what you're interviewing for or going to accept because yeah. they are very different in different places and secondly just be very upfront about your abilities um and I feel like that's something that everyone says these days but like seriously just don't lie because it would just make your the start of your time with a company there won't be that trust and it will just be really uncomfortable for you so just start off on in the best way possible and kind of like own who you are and it's okay not to have experience yeah if you're applying for an entry-level position that doesn't necessarily require experience as like enough to get an interview don't lie that you've done something for a certain amount of time just be honest just say look i really want to learn in your company and to be honest some recruiters will see that as a positive thing because they're able to basically mold someone to their company as opposed to take you know if someone's worked in another place for a certain amount of time chances are they're quite accustomed to the way that they used to do it whereas if you're kind of like a, a fresh canvas you're easier to adapt so that is seen as a positive thing sometimes so and also if you can't do you know because I think we've sat here and spoken quite a lot about going out and get experience but there's so many online resources mm. so you know if you type in on google social media qualification or training course yeah you can do all these different training courses you can do your adwords google ads um you know even linkedin has linkedin courses, now. courses do as many if you're serious do as many of them as you can if you can't get the experience yeah. and put them on your cv and it will show the recruiter or employer this person's serious because they've spent, you know, X amount of hours doing this, this and this, relevant to get this job. Yeah. There's so many resources out there that there weren't five years ago. 100%. I think that that's just good advice. It's just being as equipped as possible, being as honest as possible, and just being as willing to learn as well. I think that we definitely defy people that join our company. The people that flourish here are the people that are most open to learn yeah um and have that passion for like because they really want to be here and they really want to do the job because they like what it involves and that really shows thank you lucy for That's letting me right. ask you a ton of questions i think that it'll be really interesting to ask abby these ones next as well because everyone has had such a different journey here but it'd be interesting to see what abby thinks of like the education system and yeah. this and this thing because i'm genuinely considering going to my secondary school and doing a talk about this. Yeah, I think so. Just because I just feel like I would have benefited so much. 100%. And I can see elements of what I learned in secondary school and how that can... So, for example, I think if you love English literature, mm. marketing's a really great career for you because yeah. it's very analytical. Um, and it's the same with, like, all different subjects. Yeah. And I just, I just think that... I don't think I ever heard a teacher talk about marketing when I was at school and it really infuriates me. <laughs> yeah, it's so frustrating, but there's so many different... If you know you want a creative career, but you want something that's fast-paced and yeah. 
always changing, always evolving, but that element excites you, then marketing is something to consider. And I hope that whether it's people locally or kind of nationally that are listening to the podcast, that it just encourages you to ask questions. So it might be that if you are still at secondary school and you're thinking, you know, I want to know more about marketing, but no one's telling me anything, ask a career advisor if they're unable to help reach out to companies. Mm -hmm. I'd be more than happy to chat to someone about different careers in marketing if they just wanted advice. And I if think somebody just rang and said, this is who I am, I feel like marketing could interest me, What do you? which role or area? Because there's so many different. Yeah. If you like data, or if you really like computers, or if you are really creative, or if you are like I am and you love like looking at trends and stuff, but you're not that good at data. You know, there's just so many different personality types that can work in this industry, and that is just not said enough. Um, but yeah, if anyone has any immediate questions, do reach out to us. Our social is in the description of the podcast, as is our email. And like we said, we'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you might have, whether that's about the podcast or just generally working in social media marketing. If you have any questions for future episodes, do let us know. But with that all said, we will chat with you really soon. Bye! Bye!